You are now listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Clear Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Gil Finley. What's up? How you doing today? How you doing this evening? How you doing this morning? Whenever you're listening, I hope you're doing well because I'm doing amazing because I get another opportunity to be able to share with you what I feel like is the clear perspective. Shout out to all of the faithful listeners. If this is your first time listening, shout out to you. Shout out to all my international listeners. I appreciate you. Thanks for all the shares, all the encouraging words, all the encouragement of continuing to share what I believe that God has given me for you and for myself. Uh, As always, I'm super excited um, to be able to share with you what I feel like God is really dealing with me personally in this season of my life Um, that has been an amazing, amazing journey uh, to this point. I'm looking forward to sharing with you what I believe is going to be a catalyst to either one of two things, continue your trajectory upward, or also um, if you are in a place of stagnancy, if you're in a place of uh, defeat or disappointment, I believe that this podcast is going to be an encouragement for you. If you're listening to this Clear Perspective podcast for the first time um, here at the Clear Perspective podcast, I believe that this podcast is what Jesus talked about, the leaving the 99 to go get the one. Jesus is adamantly pursuing passionately after you. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you're that one that he's searching for. And if you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm praying that one day, uh, maybe today, that you will receive him and accept him for all that he has for you, not just so you don't go to hell, so that heaven can come back into you and then you can have a relationship with the Lord and be able to live your best life with him. Man, so I'm not going to delay. I'm super excited to get into what we're talking about today, but let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for everyone and every person, regardless of wherever they are, whatever's going on in their life right now, God, you knew before the foundations of the world that we would be here having this conversation. Yes, it's a conversation. Lord, I thank you that you will speak to all of us who are listening and, and me speaking, Lord. I thank you that you will encourage our hearts, Lord. I thank you that you are calling us beyond where we are and where we have been. Lord, I thank you that you're even calling us higher than what we think that you have called us to. Lord, I thank you that you will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. Lord, I thank you that this podcast will be an encouragement to us. Stir our hearts, stir our passions, stir our faith. In Jesus' name. Say it with me. Let the church say amen. (laughs) I'm going to be silly today um, on this podcast because I've really been learning how to be myself. I'm learning just like you. We're all in this journey of life. None of us have ever been here before. So do me a favor. Take a deep breath. One more time. In and out. (sighs) All right, it's okay. Relax. Some of you, um, you've been very harsh on yourself, and you're just a hard worker. 
But I feel like the Lord is bringing you to a place of resting in him. Does rest mean inactivity? No, it means that you're resting in that he is faithful to his word and that your efforts alone will never be enough. But your efforts with his grace, which we'll talk about later, will be able to help you to get what you need to get done and accomplish. All right. All right. So what are we talking about today? So I want you to say it with me. The comeback. <laughs> say it with me. Now, if this is your first time listening, I'm a very interactive person. So I'm going to talk to you like as if you are sitting here in front of me because I want to have a conversation. I'm not going to preach at you. I want to talk to you like I'm in your face. So I'm right now I'm imagining that I am talking to you one on one. Even if we've never met before, I'm talking to you one on one to encourage you that this is what the Lord is saying to you right now. This is what he's saying to me. All right. So the comeback. So I want to ask you a couple questions. Um, first off, let's, can we be vulnerable with each other? I mean, there's nobody else around, even if you're at the gym, if you're working out and you're in your car, wherever you are, let's just have a, let's have, let's put the guards down. Let's put the mask down. Let's put the, the facades down and let's have real talk. Are you happy where you are in life right now? If you are amazing, if you're not, that's okay too. I wasn't necessarily looking for a negative response, but are you happy in life right now? Okay. What are you, well, let me ask this this way. Where are you in life right now? Where are you in life? Financially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, where are you in life right now? Are you precisely at the age you are in at the phase of life that you are in, are you where you imagine you would be at this juncture of your life? Now, before you get discouraged, I'm not just trying to discourage you. I want to ask, I want to have a real talk because a lot of times we have this culture of out of sight, out of mind. And it impacts us regardless if we are cognizant of it or paying attention to it or not. It's impacting us. And so I want to encourage you in this podcast to face the things that are are true. A lot of times we don't want to face these things because we're disappointed in ourselves. We are ashamed. We feel embarrassed because we are you are 30 years old and you don't you're not married yet. You're not in your career. You graduated college a couple of years ago. You're still not in your career yet. You're not married. You don't have family yet. You're still not able to lose the weight that you want, you're not the physique that you're in, all these different things that you see wrong in your life. I want to encourage you something with something. Did you know that God knew that you would be in this phase of your life before you even got here? No, I, want, I really want you to understand that. God, there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you can say, no place that you can go that will surprise God because he already knew before you were even here. Remember, he knew you before you was in your mother's womb. So I want to ask you, following up with the last question I asked about are you where you thought you would be in life? Why or why not? Because some people are. I'm not going to um, assume that everybody's just in a bad place or just not. Are you uh, how and why are you where you are? I want you to answer these questions in your mind, in your heart. 
beyond, well, I don't know. We have to get past this I don't know. That is a cop-out. No, the Holy Spirit reveals all things. And if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you have received him in your heart, you have the Spirit of God in you, and his job, one of his jobs, is to reveal things to you that you do not know. So, and even still, if you don't have him on the inside of you, he still will show you because the Bible says it's the goodness of God that draws a person to repentance, which draws them to him. So, with that being said, how is that impacting you? So, if you're not in the place of where you thought you'd be, if you are in the place that you thought you'd be, how is that impacting your life currently? Are you depressed? Are you motivated? Are you sad? Are you disappointed? Are you lazy? Are you slothful? Are you slowful? Do you procrastinate a lot? Because procrastination comes from failed expectations. It comes from the fear of failure because it's like if I try, I don't know if it's going to be good enough. Um, Are you motivated? Are you encouraged because the hard work that you've put in is finally paying off and you're seeing the fruit of your labor? Why are you where you are? So in this, we're talking about the comeback. So I want to talk to through two different perspectives. I want to talk to the perspective of a person who is currently in where they feel like they are uh, down. They feel like they've been knocked out. If we're talking about a boxing match, they're on their back. They feel like they've taken blow after blow. And it's like, man, if I take another blow, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And then I also want to talk about the people well, I guess three perspectives where you're kind of in a place where you're just chilling, where you're good, but you're not really motivated. You're not really doing anything. You're not in a bad place, but you're not also necessarily in the best place. And I also want to talk about the people who are motivated, who are running and gunning and going and all what God has called you to be. So here's the here's the thing. I want you to take a deep breath. One more time. One more time. It's okay. <laughs> Regardless of wherever you are, it's okay. Say, I'm okay. No, say it with me. I am okay. Why? Because God knows where I am. He knows where you are. So let me let me be transparent with you. So a couple of men, a couple, I would say probably at the end of last year, 2020, um, I started going to a place where I've never been before in my life. Um, I was probably one of the darkest seasons in my life. I would say I probably came out of this maybe a couple months ago, but, um, and I'm still trajectorying forward. I'm still progressing. But, um, one of the things that was a discouragement to me was, so obviously I am a speaker. I speak, I preach, uh, I speak in corporate settings and I also speak at church settings. I speak at professional and motivational speaking, all different things like that. So, um, I was in a place where, I was very frustrated with my life. I was not happy at all. I was not happy at all because every phase of my life by the specific age, and it's so crazy because it was subconscious because I always said to myself that I didn't, I, which is pride, I prided myself to make sure that I would not be in a place where everybody else, I wouldn't be depressed, I wouldn't be in, going to be all the other stuff that comes with people at milestones in life where you got to be 21, you got to drink, and you got to have a, 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 what's that movie called? Hot Tub Time Machine uh, type of moment or Project X or um, what was that movie um, where they went to Vegas? And 
I can't remember the name of the movie. I'm a, I know it was going to come to me afterwards. But, oh, The Hangover. Yeah, The Hangover movie. So you had to have all this, and then by 25, you got to be in, in your career and established. By 30, you got to have family and all, all those things I never subscribed myself to. However, there are things in my life that I specifically set for myself. Did you know that you can become your own worst critic? What? Some of you know that. But... I don't think that we know to the level of how much that impacts us that we are our own worst critic. I want to challenge you to know this, that God does not view you the same way that you view you. A lot of times our perspectives of ourselves are shaped by negative views, skewed views, views that are tainted by other people's perspectives and opinions of us, that is skewed by society and what they think that we should be and the social standards and all these different things of social media, which are fake. They're not real. These things are shaping and cultivating our perspective and how we view ourselves and it's causing us to be in a place where we are condemning ourselves. We're negative. We're pessimistic. Uh, things that have happened in our childhood have shaped us. Um, how we were raised. If you were raised in a home where you didn't have a father or a mother figure or you had a broken family or different things like that or you've gone through traumatic scenarios and different things, abusive relationships, whatever the case may be, these things have come to shape our lives. And also, of course, our sin nature before we come to Christ and the flesh. So all you have all these things warring against the perspective that God is calling us to walk in. And so I want to challenge you to know that God does not view you the way that you view you besides what he's saying about you. I want to ask you this question. Why not believe what God is saying about you? Well, first off, let me rewind back. Do you even know what God says about you? I said in the last podcast how there was a crazy study that showed, I, I think it was over half of Christians don't read their Bible except for one time at church. And that's it. Not all Christians go to church. There's something, there is a gap between our understanding of who Christ is in us and our reality of what we're living every day. We truly don't believe the gospel the way that we say we do in a lot of cases. But God does not discount us for that. He knows where you are. He knows. Now, I don't want you to get, get in a place where you're copping out and just settling for wherever you are. Because like, well, God knows my heart, brother. Yes, he knows your heart. And the Bible says in Jeremiah that the heart is wicked above all things. So he's trying to, in Ezekiel, talking about take out your heart of stone because your heart is so hardened by life and circumstances and things that have come to you and give you in exchange his heart. Because the main thing is also too, you can't have his heart without his mind. So there's things that God is trying to adjust in your mindset so that your heart can align. So your mind and your heart are not warring against each other where you want to do right. What Paul talks about in Romans chapter seven, where you want to do right and you want to succeed and you want to go forward in your career and you want to start a family. You want to be married. You want to be in shape. You want to work out. You want to eat healthy. You want to be wealthy. You want to do all these things. But there's something that is fighting against you that you cannot seem to overcome. Well, friends, my friend, there is a war going on within you. But here's the thing. Come close. The victory's already been won.
<laughs> you are already victorious in Christ. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Say that with me. I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Come on, say it with me. I want you to flex your arms. If you are not driving, I want you to flex your muscles. I'm flexing my muscles with you. Say, I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I don't care if you ain't got no muscles or not. You're going to flex them. In the spirit, I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I don't care if your arms are big or small. Come on, flex. Flex. Ugh. Yeah. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on. I want you to be encouraged to know that you are not what has happened to you. You are not a victim. You are not a product of your circumstances and environment. You are who God says that you are. Say it with me. I am. Who God says I am. Come on. Point at yourself. Say, I am who God says I am. You are not all these things that Satan has been labeling you as all this stuff that is not true. Why do we find ourselves believing such a, a liar? The Bible says that S Jesus said that Satan is the father of lies. Why do we put so much investment into what he's saying? You know why? It's because we're so trapped up in our emotions and our feelings that we can't discern truth. Oh, we you're talking good, Gil. We're so caught up in this feeling, emotional driven uh, uh, mindset that is so driven. I feel this way and I, you, I can't change the way that I feel. You have control over your feelings and your emotions by the Holy Spirit. One of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. So you don't have to entertain every feeling and every thought that comes to you. Am I saying you have to be a robot? No, but I'm telling you that you do not have to be controlled and led by your feelings and emotion. Come on, lights. Come on, walls. Y'all, I know I'm preaching good. They're not hearing me out there. Yes, they are, because they're listening to the Clear Perspective podcast. <laughs> Come on. So I want you to understand that here's the thing. When we talk about out of sight, out of mind, one of the biggest things that cause people to be in a place of uh, stagnancy or, and delay and or not being able to reach a maximizing potential is because you have not identified and overcome your disappointments. OMG. Disappointments have caused such different facets of destruction in our lives think about it the disappointment of friendships and relationships and fathers and mothers being absent and abusive and abusive relationships and things that have happened to us and disappointed because we thought that we'd be further along in life or disappointment because it took so long these things are set up by satan to keep you in a place of where you will not maximize your potential. What is your potential? Your potential is what God has placed on you to be all that you imagine yourself of being. Whether it be a business owner, whether it be a mother, father, husband, uh, businesswoman, lawyer, doctor, whatever the case may be, whatever you preaching, sharing the gospel, sharing the good news, laying hands on people and seeing them get healed and delivered and all these different things. That is your potential. But your potential will never be met unless you are in Christ and you allow Christ to shine and be brought out of you. And the only way that you can do that is by allowing God to renew your mind, to help you to align your mind with his heart in you so that you can come into agreement to walk. Come on. The Bible says that the steps of a good man or woman are ordered by the Lord. You are good. And it's not because you are good on your own efforts, but the Bible says that he is in us. So because he is good, that means we are good. So 
Every day is a good day for you to be good. Not just in behavior, but being okay. I know you got a lot of stuff going on. We all got stuff going on. The Bible says that we two things. We get caught up in this thing. And I'm getting, man, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I just feel this. I'm just going to go flow. We get in this thing about where... Uh, one of the big things about disappointments is we always feel like nobody else understands how we feel. It's all about me, myself, and I. We having a pity party that we want to be pitied and we want to be pampered. And oh, sweetheart, I'm so sorry. And I just want no, no, no. Get up. It's not. Listen, actually, you know what? It's time for you to grow up. Grow up. You've been crying for too long. You've been pouting for too long. You've been having temper tantrums for too long. Grow up so that you can glow up. Grow up so that you can glow up. Not only do you need to grow up, but you need to mature. It's time for you to stop walking around, beating up on yourself, feeling bad for yourself. Let me tell you something. Life will pass you by. We only get one shot at this life on this earth. And if you had had a life or death experience um, and, you, and you came back, praise God, but we only get shot one time at this life. And you understand what I mean. But why am I saying that? It's because I want you to understand that why not? Why not take the steps of of stepping out of mediocrity and stepping out of just going to work uh, at a job that you hate? That you don't like, that you every morning you waking up, you don't like it. You don't like the relationship that you're in. You don't like the people that you're talking to and you're involving yourself in the situationships. You do not have to stay in that. You're okay. You can leave. God has given you. The Bible talks about how God always provides a way of an escape. The problem is, is that we have lethal loyalty. You feel like you owe somebody something when you don't. You, the Bible says, oh, no man, nothing except for to love them. You don't owe anyone anything. You do not owe anyone anything. And also, nobody owes you nothing. Why am I saying that? The problem is, is because of some of you all and some of us and some of you who are listening have unforgiveness of things and disappointments in your life that are keeping you from progressing and moving forward. You're still mad at your daddy because he wasn't there. You're still mad at your mama because she was mean and nasty and she wasn't there. You're still mad at your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend, your ex-husband, your ex-wife, your ex-business partner, your old teacher from second grade who tells you wasn't going to be nothing. You're still mad. You just walk around just mad. Why are you, why are you, what are you, what, what, what are you so mad for? And you feel like you have the right to be mad. No, you don't. It's time for you to let it go. What did Frozen say? Let it go. Let it go. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Come on. You got to let it go. This stuff is poisoning you. You know, unforgiveness, and I'm going to do a podcast. I think I'm going to do a podcast on this. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping for the other person to die. You're still mad about stuff. You fought watching them on social media, making fake Instagram, Facebook accounts to go contact, look at them and see who they talking to, who they married, who they got, what, where are they at in life? You want to see if they having a good life, if they having a good life and they moved on with somebody else. And why can they do that with me? What's wrong with me? Stop it. That's the devil. That's comparison. And comparison is truly a thief of joy. 
It's demonic. The Bible tells us we not compare ourselves to no one. You know why? Because we become uh, in ourselves, in our minds, those people or that thing or that status of being married or being with somebody or having a business and all that other stuff, that stuff becomes an idol and we allow ourselves to be cultivated and groomed into that image instead of into the image of Christ. That's backwards. That's perversion. Perversion means that I take something out of the context of what it was created to be and use it for something else. If I use a pencil for a baseball bat, that's perversion. If I use a phone for a a cooking utensil, that's perversion because I'm using it outside of its context. So you living a life through somebody else, through social media or trying to be something for somebody else who God is not calling you to be, that's out of order. That's why your life is malfunctioning. That's why you're disappointed. That's why you're not able to go and do all the things that God has called you to do is because you're trying to live from an identity that does not fit who you are. Come on. You got to know that you're better than where you are. And let me talk to the people who are in a great place with God. The Bible says such were some of you. So don't get it twisted. Just because you're in a good place right now doesn't mean that you don't forget where you came from. Use that as motivation to know that, wow, God, this is where you've brought me to. And I'm so thankful that you've brought me to this place that I want to continue to build, not just so I don't go back there, because I understand that where I was is not who I am. You are who I am. You are my identity. You are who defines me. And I thank you that you are calling me beyond where I am right now. Yes, I'm in a great place. Yes, I'm good. But I know that there's more for me. You've got to be passionately aggressive about your future. You can allow disappointments and setbacks and things that have come to destroy you to come. Remember, here's the thing. You have to get over this. Jesus promises this. You're going to have adversaries. You're going, and I'm not talking about people. You have one adversary and that's the devil. Can the devil use people? Absolutely. Just like how you can use you. Just how he uses your nasty attitude, your unwillingness to be surrendered, your stubbornness, your slowfulness, all those different things you want to point at everybody else let's point at you your inconsistency just like he can use everybody else he can use you too but here's what i'm saying that you cannot allow these setbacks and things to define you you cannot allow where your success and where you are to define you you've got to be passionate about the future come on jeremiah 29 11 we get we all talk about it all the time for i know the thoughts and plans i have for towards you thoughts to prosper you and so on and so forth well you can't get to the future because a, a couple verses down says that unless your heart is aligned with him and you're submitted to him you can't have that future so don't get prideful and thinking because you got your business and things going well and you got your boo and your man that you've made it. No, you have not. Hear this rebuke. If you have found yourself stable and f- comfortable and secure in your own empire and your bags that you've built up, you are in error. And the Bible tells says, take heed unless you fall. What am I saying? Am I trying to scare you? No, I'm trying to tell you that in your own efforts, it will never be enough. You'll never have enough money. That's why you working three jobs, hustling, doing Forex trading, Herbalife, uh, doing, working at Kmart, Walmart, working nine to five, uh, they didn't even exist or working, getting off work to go to 
work, don't you ain't sleeping. You were thinking that well, only rich people only live, only sleep for three hours a day. You, that's a lie. Stop listening to all these social media. You listen, listen to Kevin Gates and Steve Harvey and everybody else. You you listen to everybody else. Go on YouTube, listen to all these people tell you about everything what they did, and you think it's gonna work for you, and you stressing yourself out, ain't getting no sleep, losing your hair is thinning, you 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 I got bags under your eyes, trying to hustle and live a life that God is not called you to live you're letting everybody else lead you except for him and you wonder why you can't be successful or you have a limited amount of success is because you are allowing other things to lead you except for him come on he wants to lead you he wants to guide you he wants to lead you in all that's one of the jobs of the holy spirit to lead you into truth and righteousness what is righteousness being in right standing mean being in the right place is this good i know it is You have to give up the illusion of control. Say this with me. I do not have control of my life. Ooh. Mm, I know that. Ooh, that I felt that one. Say, I do not have control of my life. The illusion of control is what keeps us in places of bondage because we think we can control narratives. We think we can control timelines. We think we can control people. Think about this. You can't even control what happens to you in two minutes or what's happened to you in your life thus far. If you could do that, your life would be completely different. You can't. That is an illusion that Satan uses of control, which is pride, because we think we can control people. And then if we do have some, quote unquote, degree of control, it's manipulation. And did you know that manipulation is witchcraft? (gasps) What? Manipulation is witchcraft? Yeah. Let me give you an example of what manipulation is. The silent treatment or you didn't text me back or you didn't call me back. So I will let you call me five times or text me five times before I answer because I want you to know you should answer my phone call and my text. That's manipulation because you're controlling the will of somebody else to shape, to form to your will. That's what Satan does to you. So why am I saying that? You don't have control. The only control, you can't even control yourself. You can't control your appetite. You can't control your uh, attitudes, your emotions, your feelings. You can't control nothing. So if you can't control you, how can you control everything else? You have to understand that the only control that you have is self-control, and that only comes by way of Holy Spirit. So you have to give up that place of thinking you can control things. And don't get secure in what you've already done and thinking that just because you have had things going well and you have, now I'm all big about structure and organization, but don't allow your structure and your organization to not evolve. Your evolution determines your trajectory and where you will ultimately be able to achieve and your optimization of your giftings. So evolution is important. The problem is the reason why you're stuck is because you're still stuck in a phase uh, that you were in five years, two years, two months ago, and you haven't evolved. The only way that you can evolve and you can't come to all this other crazy stuff of manifestation and manifest this and breathe in and breathe out. No, the only way that you can evolve is by you coming into a deeper knowledge of who you are in Christ. I don't care how many seminars you go to, how many breathing exercises you, how many rocks and how many sages that you burn, how many whatever you want to use to to whatever to go up to let uh what do they call it to level up to go to the next level to elevate to um uh what what am i looking for to awaken all that other stuff that all the other jargon that people use nowadays you won't be able to do none of that 
You won't come to the highest level of yourself. You won't until you come into the knowledge of who you are in Christ and continue to evolve in that. Man, I'm talking good. I'm encouraging myself. Here's the big thing. Now, I know I've been talking strong, but I really want you, the reason why I'm saying that is because I got to snatch you out of this muck, this quicksand that you've been in of unforgiveness, of disappointment, of all this stuff that Satan has been using to hold on to you. But here's the thing. Thank God for his grace and mercy. Say that with me. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. What is grace? Grace means God's undeserved unmerited, unearned favor. Grace is what empowers you to live the life that God has called you to live. And his mercy means that you don't get the penalty of what you deserve. But here's the thing. God has given you grace and mercy, but it's time for you to give yourself grace and mercy. It's time for you to forgive yourself. It's time for you to forgive yourself. Take a moment right now. I want you to think about all the things that you have not forgiven yourself of. Maybe it was a relationship that you knew you should avoid it. Maybe it was a job opportunity that you drug your feet on. Maybe it was that you should have went back to school or finished your degree and you haven't done it. Or maybe you should have, uh, you should have, you, you've allowed yourself to get out of weight or of the weight range of physique that you want to. Your health is passing you by. Your finances are not in a good standing. I want you to take that and I want you to give that over to the Lord and say, Lord, you have forgiven me for this. You've given me mercy. Lord, I choose to forgive myself. Forgiveness is a choice. You can forgive yourself. Say with me, I forgive myself. Come on. It's not just an, it's not emotion. It's not feelings. I forgive myself. I'll take a deep breath in. Breathe in the forgiveness of God. Blow out the unforgiveness. Breathe in the peace of God. Blow out the disappointment, the hurt, the pain, the guilt, and the shame. Breathe in His grace and mercy. Blow out all the penalty, the consequences. Let me tell you something. You do not have to live in the consequences of your actions. If you've messed up, let me tell you, today is your day to get up. Get up. Come on, fight again. Get your fire back. Get your pizzazz back. Stop dressing down. Stop stop dressing dusty. You ain't you you don't even care. You don't brush your hair, don't comb your hair. Listen, I know. I was in that place. I didn't finish my testimony, but listen, I was in a place where I didn't care about nothing, what nobody was saying. I didn't care about nothing because I was frustrated with my life because I did not meet the requirements of what I had for my life. I thought I would be by this age. I'm I just celebrated a birthday last week, uh 27 years old. I thought that I would be <laughs> Oh my gosh, I thought I was going to be rolling in the dough. I thought I was going to be money, money, money bags. But listen, I'm so thankful that the life that I thought I wanted, that was not the plan of God for my life. Because I would have been greedy, self-centered, selfish, prideful, oh, ew, I don't, disgusting. I don't want that life. I'm thankful for the life that God has me and he, the trajectory where he has me going. Am I going to get to the money? I'm going to get to where the money resides. Believe that. 
and it's going to be the right way and money's not going to control me. But here's the thing. I'm going to have money. And we're going to talk about that later on in this season. But God wants you to have money. He don't want you to be broke. I want you to say this with me. This is the most broke I will ever be in for the rest of my life. Money's coming to me and I'm going to steward it well in Jesus name. So why am I saying all this? I want you to know that God is calling you to a different level of a resilience and endurance. Like I said earlier in the podcast, there are going to be things that come. Jesus promises that there's going to be persecution. There's going to be things that Satan, listen, the Bible says that Satan, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He does not want you to achieve what God has placed on you. He don't know your potential. Well, he knows what you could potentially be possible of because of the promise, but he doesn't know who you are. He, he knows what you're capable of in a sense, but he doesn't know who you are. It's your responsibility for you to discover who you are in Christ. And as you go, no devil in hell can stop you. I want you to know that Satan is not your oversight. He's not over you. He's under your feet. I want you to stomp the ground, stomp the ground, stomp. That's where the devil is. He's under your feet. Stop seeing him eye to eye. He's not face to face. He's not this big thing with horns and all of this. No, he's under your feet. The Bible says in Revelation, we're going to look and say, this little man deceived the nations. This man is the one who caused all this havoc, hell, and destruction in my life. This little thing. So stop making the devil. It doesn't matter if he's busy, if he's working, the devil's mad. Let him be mad. Let him work. Let him be busy. He's still a loser. He's still nothing. He is worthless. Stop giving so much time and focus to the devil. Start to focus on God. And as you walk in truth, you will defeat him. He will be defeated. So it doesn't matter what he brings in your way. You are more than a what? You are more than a conqueror. Say it with me. I'm more than a conqueror. In Christ. So, but the thing about it is going to take your resilience and it's going to take your endurance. You've got to be okay with being a trailblazer. Most people struggle because I never know. I don't have nobody as a mentor. I need somebody to mentor me and show me. You have to be okay with being a trailblazer. The places and the things that you're going through. And I seen a tweet the other day. It was like, why do I got to fight off the generational curses and demons? Because God has destined you. Because, listen, he would not call you to something that he didn't equip you to do. If God has called you to do it, he's got to help you do it. If God has called you to it, he's got to help you do it. If he's called you to it, he's got to see you through it. So stop being afraid of going to uncharted waters and walk on those waters. Jesus called Peter out of the boat and place of unfamiliarity of going against science. God, what God is calling you to, the problem is, is you think it has to make sense. It does not have to make sense. You have to get out of your mind and get into his. I'll say that again. I want you to say it with me. I got to get out of my mind. And tap into his. You got to get out of this rationalizing and reasoning and logic and all that other stuff. It don't make sense. I don't understand. We don't need your understanding all the time. You don't need your understanding all the time. Just be obedient. Just do it. Stop talking about it and just be about it. If God is good and he's good all the time. Come on. God is good and he's good all the time. Uh, I know God is a good God. Yes, he is. If he's that, then let him be that and follow him and being obedient and stop being hard headed. That's a little side tension. But you have to understand that you have to be OK with going alone. We want to bring everybody with us. We want to. I, I need somebody to be my support. I need somebody. to be. No, you got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And as you go, God will lean you, uh, link you to the proper 
uh, places and the people that need that are for your destiny, that are for you to be able to get to all the places that he's called you to be. He will send you friends. The Bible talks about how the friend that sings closer than a brother. No greater love than a friend to lay down his life for you. You will have few friends. You have associates. You have people who you're cool with. People who are seasonal. That's another situation. Uh, episode we'll talk about relationships but the thing about it and go back to last season we talked about relationships but the thing about it is everybody's not your friend and that's okay but don't get into this place where i ain't got friends and i don't need nobody and i'm, I'm making my own it's all me myself and i no that's don't be toxic don't don't get all that you can't trust nobody don't nobody trust you can't trust nobody and listen to all these other people on youtube who are literally demonically possessed and talking all this other stuff that is not truth. The Bible says that the toxin teaches us that the kingdom of God is established upon relationships. We need each other. We need each other. It's okay. You need people. But in a context of healthy where you're needing what's the Christ in them, not needing them themselves. So you have to be able to be okay with being alone in Christ. And as you go, not needing people to be able to go to where God has called you, but needing him. You have to be able to be able to endure all the things that God is calling you to do. There are going to be places where you're going to say, man, what is God? I thought you told me this and that. And But here's the thing. You have to be able to keep the faith and understand your why because your why is going to power you to go forward beyond that. God is not a liar. What he promised you, he said he was going to do it. He's faithful to his word. The Bible says that earth and everything around us will turn back to us uh, 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 to nothing before one word comes back to him void so he has a good track record everything he's promised you everything he said he's going to do he's shown to be faithful why can't you believe him about this we believe him with our health we believe him with everything else we don't believe him with our money with with family relationships and all that other stuff so let's let's yield ourselves. Let's humble ourselves. Let's give over to what he wants to do in our lives. Matthew chapter 24 verse 13 says that he that endures to the end shall be saved. You can't quit. Stop quitting. Stop giving up. No, no more giving up. No more quitting. You got to get up. You got to stand. You got to fight because you are victorious. The Bible says that they that knew their God did great and mighty exploits. You are going to leave a legacy for him. Don't you want to see the things that God has called you to do and, and be come to, to, to pass to fruition? You do not have to settle for the life that you're living. And if you are successful, this is not the most that God has for you. There is exceedingly, abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. Don't be complacent. Don't be settled. Know that God has more for you and it's your responsibility to go get it. Come on. You got the king of glory on the inside of you. Romans chapter 8, 30, uh, uh, chapter 8, verse 31 says, what shall we say in response to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? You have all these things saying a lot to you. You have situations, family, principles uh, uh, working against you. You have laws working against you. You have the Romans chapter 7 talks about all these different things working against you. What you want to do, you can't do. And when you want to do it, it's like you can't do it. But how, how can we ever get out of this mess? Paul said in chapter 7 of Romans that God, the Lord Jesus, will deliver us out of them all these things. I want you to know that you do not have to be stuck. If you're stuck, you're stuck by choice because Jesus is the truth. And he said, you will know the truth 
John 8.32, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. And who the son sets free is truly free indeed. I want you to know that you are more than where you are and you are coming into a place of living undefeated. Come on, champ. You are a champion in Christ Jesus. It's time for you to get up. I want you to know that Romans chapter 6 verse 10 says that the same spirit, Oh my God, I'm getting stirred. The same spirit that lived in Jesus Christ, the same spirit that came upon the prophets of old, that came upon Moses to allow him to spread the, the split the Red Sea, that came upon David to be able to kill Goliath, that came upon Samson, that was able to kill thousands of men with the jawbone of a donkey, the same uh, spirit of God that was on the disciples that allowed them to see miracle signs and wonders, the same spirit that was upon uh, Catherine Kuhlman and William Seymour, the, the same spirit that was on all the people that you see and that living in them that you see to be these super spiritual people, that same spirit is on the inside of you. And I want you to know that you are more than what you've been through. You are more than what Satan has said about you. You are more than what you have uh, experienced. You are more than what you think about yourself. You are coming into a season of greater. This is your season of championship. I want you to know that you are worthy of what God is saying about you. Stop believing that this whole idea of that you are not worth it. You are worthy because he is worthy. Come on. You're worthy because he's worthy and because he's worthy and you have the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Oh, my God. You have the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. He's quickening your mortal body right now. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to get up. It's time for you to stop fight. Uh, stop fighting the wrong one. It's time for you to start fighting and defeating the things that have in your face of poverty, of sickness, of, of, of low self-esteem, of all of these things that have kept you from being able to experience God in the proper context and with the clear perspective. I want you to know it's time for you to fight. Come on, come on, champ. Come on. It's time for you to lift your hands and lift your head. Lift your head up to the hills from which comes your help, and your help comes from Him. I want you to know that this is your day to rise up. This is your comeback. This is your season. And I'm not just saying that in a, a, a cliche way. I mean that. When you're listening to this podcast, God is giving you the clear perspective that you can do this with him. You are more than a conqueror. You are a champion. You are victorious in him. I want you to know that this is not the end for you. This is just the beginning. You have not seen. Eyes have not seen. Glory to God. Eyes have not seen, but ears have not heard. Neither has it entered the hearts of men. What God has in store for you. Next verse, because we forget to talk about that one. But the spirit of God that lives within you is revealing all things. Glory to God. I'm getting so stirred. I'm telling you that God is about to show you in dreams and visions about what, and, and you're going to, God's beginning to show you prophetic un, un, uh, instructions of not just what you're capable of, of how to do it and who to connect to and what conferences to go to and who you should take into mentorship and who you should go under and classes and resources are coming to you. I prophesy that in right now in Jesus name that you're 
you're coming up out of this place of Lodabar. You're coming out of this lowly place. You're coming out of complacency. You're coming out of pride. You're coming out of unforgiveness because this is your season to come back. This is your season to bounce back. This is your season to go into all that God has called you to. It's your season of acceleration. It's your season of, of, of elevation. It's your season of advancement. This is your championship year. I'm telling you that you're going to the place where God has destined for you and there's no devil in hell. There's no situation. Yes, I'm sorry that what happened to you happened to you, but that is not the end for you. That is not the end for you. You are coming to a higher place in him. Come up higher. Come on. Wake up out of that slumbers. Wake up out of that stress and depression and anxiety. Come out of that fear for God has not given you the spirit of fear, but a power and of love and a sound mind. You are built for this. You are built to win. You are like a Duracell battery. You're like the Energizer Bunny. You're built to last. Come on. You have the energy. You have the spirit of God who's quickening you. Come on. Wake up. Come on. Don't stare yourself in him. It's time for you to be, be victorious. Listen, I'm so pumped. I'm so stirred because you are a world changer and the world is crying out for you to rise up and be who God has called you to be. It's time for you to write the book. It's time for you to start the business. Why not? If God has called you to it, he got to help you do it. If it's his will, it's his bill. Stop worrying about the money. Step out in faith. Write the business plan. Do what you got to do. Apply for this job. Come on, uh, 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 apply for school. Stop worrying about, well, I don't know where I'm going to get the money from. Well, if it's, he called you to it, he got to help you do it. If it's his will, it's his bill. Man, I, y'all don't got me preaching on here. My God, I'm sorry if you're not used to that. Well, I'm not sorry. You listen to my podcast. <laughs> what is the podcast that the Lord has given me? But I'm so disturbed because I want you to know, and this is a little bit longer than what I expected, but I want you to know that this is your opportunity that God is extending to you to know that you are not stuck. You can get up and fight. And not only can you fight, but you're going to win. So I want to thank you for listening to the Clear Perspective podcast. Man, what an amazing episode we've had. I'm so looking forward to what's coming. I have some great guests that are going to be able to come and empower you, but I want you to make sure that you turn on your notifications uh, to whenever the episodes drop. I got some great content coming. Go back. If you haven't listened to season one, go back and listen to that. Share this. Uh, If this podcast has been influential to you to encourage you and motivate you, I want you to share this podcast. Uh, You can follow this podcast on Instagram at TCPP2020. On Instagram, the Clear Perspective Podcast. On Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram at Gil underscore Finley. Uh, I would love to connect with you. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm still stirred. I want to thank you for listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. My name is Gil Finley, but I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that every person who is listening to this, whether it be from now or in the future, Lord, I thank you that this podcast will be a podcast that will stir their hunger stare their uh, uh their passion for success and and future and focus them lord into the destiny that you called them to lord i thank you that every story is made for your glory and that you have not forgotten them 
that this is just the beginning for them. And as they're in the place where they are, where you are and call them to be, Lord, I thank you that you're accelerating them and causing them to run even harder, Lord, and even stronger. Lord, I thank you for the spirit of wisdom. Thank you for the clarity of mind, clarity of thought, clarity of speech. Lord, I thank you for grace, 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 and more grace. Empower them, Lord, strengthen them, cause them to run well. I thank you, Lord, that the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong but they will endure to the end. I bless them in Jesus' name. I thank you that the joy of the Lord will be their strength and they will be strong in you and the power of your might in Jesus' name. Listen, I love you. I bless you. Until next time, peace.